So Tappan's an old man that like broke his back. No, no. Let's that's here's the narrative. Let's go with this narrative. Michael Jeffrey Jordan flu game. <laughs> he knew it would hurt. He knew it. But he went out there anyway and just shot the goddamn lights out in the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. I feel like a pro athlete, you know? I have a back injury. Pro athletes have back injuries. Right now you feel like a pro athlete. Are you how many pillows are couched around you right now? Okay, so I'm sitting on two, and there are three behind me. Okay, that sounds like a pretty athletic stance you're in. I think you owe somebody some thanks for this. I really do, Josh. This is very nice of you. I mean It's it. not me. What? You owe thanks to Alina, because without her, oh, you wouldn't pillows, have all these right. extra pillows. <laughs> you know, maybe she knew. She knew, because she and I share this affliction. She's like someone in this situation where back pain might fly. You know what? Thank you, Alina. That's really nice of you. And thank you, Josh. You've really, uh, you went out of your way. This is very nice. Okay. So, you know, so here's what I'm thinking. In in the last few hours, this, honestly, this really does, it feels as bad as the first time this happened, like a few years ago. It's, it's miserable, but that's fine. Dude, that sucks. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Listen, listen. What do you think of this narrative? Maybe this is... Just a lifetime of like never ending happiness catching up with me. You know, maybe I'm just, I'm tipping over. It's okay. You know, I'll be forever unable to run or touch my toes <laughs> or dance. What if I can't dance, you guys? Is it? Yeah, that's true. You know, but like, that's okay. That's okay. Cause I had all these years and now I know how long my life will be. It's got to be exactly, exactly what I just went through, right? Like, just double that. So, what? Because I've tipped. Just, just, this, is the, your, this is your halfway point of your life. I feel like I feel like life is an exact triangle for everybody <laughs> in terms of success and happiness. See, the problem is that like you've got the downward part of the triangle, but then you're just going to skid along the bottom for probably another. No, no, half. no! You die at the end. <laughs> you die when you hit the axis. It's over. You need the the longest hypotenuse. Why do you think graves are underground, dude? When you think X and Y axis, graves are underground because that's when things get negative, right? That's when death kicks in. <laughs> Everything else is life. Sure, I guess so. It's not a circle of life. It's really like a diamond of life. <laughs> that I feel like your worst that you'll ever feel is exactly the length of time between halfway between you when when you were born and died after you've died that'll be like the lowest point but after that it's all upswing for a while until in my case you're 29 <laughs> <laughs> and, and then that's it this this 120 year cycle really just repeats damn uh, at infinity Anyway, I actually had an instead of that I thought of in these last few hours. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> you sound surprised that we wanted to hear it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready for what you might say. Sometimes I have to get ready for what you guys will say. Mm. So I'm playing through the pain. I'm here. I showed up. What have you two done hurt? <laughs> when I was in eighth grade... I was in an English class, and we were reading Night by Elie Wiesel, which is that very, very depressing book about the Holocaust. Yes. Um, (laughs) And 
I couldn't focus on the pages. Like they just kept going blurry and I talked to the teacher and I'm like, hey, can I go to the nurse's office? And she's like, it's almost the end of the day. It's the last period. Just like, I don't know, try and get through the chapter or something. And then I went home (laughs) and my mom took me to the hospital and I had pneumonia. Oh no. (laughs) With like a notable amount of fluid in my lungs. Oh my God. Ow. I'm not, this one is not back pain. This one is pain because- The opportunity given to Josh, he has chosen to grasp by comparing his pneumonia to a story of the Holocaust (laughs) and saying he played through the pain. What a monster! (laughs) Oh my god! Wait, did did you play through it? Did you go to the nurse? No, I didn't go to the nurse. But, to be clear... That doesn't even compare to the Holocaust. I'm a very like lucky, <laughs> privileged person to have never experienced sorry, anything did, even I, close to that. I, honestly, when we started this podcast together, I had I made a vow to myself to make you not have to apologize for your stance on the Holocaust, and I broke that today. And I'm sorry, but I had to do it. You brought it up, and if it's worth anything, I'm in so much back pain at the moment. Uh, okay. Uh, I ran a track season with a, f- uh, a stress fracture in my shin the whole time. Oh, my oh. God. Because I thought like, oh, like, that's nothing. Like, people, this this kind of, th- like, this is just what it feels like to run a lot. I'm going to ask you a question, Mike. I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you think that if you were able to relax, your stress fracture would go away? <laughs> just be honest with me. Did you take that to actually mean stress? <laughs> That was the solution, was like, take it easy <laughs> for four months. <laughs> um, but it, it did work. I, did, I, didn't, I, I just relaxed for four months, and I was all better. So you didn't play through the pain? Uh, I played through the pain in the season and then postseason. I oh, oh, oh. good it. on you. Good on you. Thanks. Josh, that, that's one of those stories. <laughs> that's how you tell one of those pneumonia does it feel worse saying that to his face while you're looking at him <laughs> no i think i might have been laughing when i said it oh. <laughs> serves you fucking right Ow! <laughs> my pain <laughs> You're listening to Instead of, a hypothetical podcast with Mike Bogart, Tappan Johnny, and me, Josh Harrison. Do you guys want an interesting piece of trivia? Yeah. Yes, please. I found out it is illegal to take photographs or video of the Eiffel Tower at night. At night? Oh, I've seen the Eiffel Tower at night, though. Mm. <laughs> You've seen it because I've shown it to you. <laughs> then you broke the law. Really? Why? Why is that the case? They don't want people to know that there's secret, like, sparkly fireworks? Well, so that's the thing. That it's really beautiful. I was building, so scared. The building is public domain, so you can take as many pictures as you want during the day. But the light show is considered an artistic event, an artistic creation. Wait, so what are you talking about? I take pictures inside of museums all the time. I don't know. All I'm saying is... I go, look, is... there it was. I saw it. <laughs> All and then I'm everyone saying... thinks I'm like a little bit cultured, you know? <laughs> it's just like, oh, which painter was that? And then I forget. So like I have to Google image reverse search it. And I'm like, it was this guy. Duh. I saw it for real. I saw it in real life. <laughs>
But yeah, it's just like, it's such a weird thing to try and prevent people from sharing when it's like the, I don't know, it's the most recognizable thing in all of France. It, it's one of the most recognizable things in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's up there. Yeah. Are you, there, there's a secret light show every night that you can only see in person. I mean, you can yeah, probably yeah, see it, it online. It's, it's probably- I'll show it to you. I took a video of it. And in the spirit of Josh's rebellion, I've been inspired. I'll, I'll send you the link. Oh. I won't put it on YouTube or anything. I'll send it as a private like file okay. so that I only get busted if they ever do like one of those FBI investigations on my emails. God, wouldn't that be the worst? <laughs> Ooh. I knew I shouldn't have kept my like email alias from childhood all these years. It's tracked my like total lack of maturity throughout the decades. <laughs> Until finally, I had turned a corner. I had. Anyway, <laughs> if I can bring you back here. Uh, so that's a pretty random thing to try and block somebody from doing. Mm. If you could block somebody from doing something that should, like, for all intents and purposes, is totally legal today, what would you want to make illegal? Oh, fun question. So much stuff. <laughs> God, like I could just rattle them off. Not saying thank you when someone holds the door for you. Illegal. Yep. Jail. Illegal. Go to jail. <laughs> jail. <laughs> jail. Jail. For real. Uh, basically, any like, just you know what? You know what really, really, really gets me a lot. You know, like when you're in a line for like you have to order food at the cashier or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you have four people in your party, and three of them. Just go like take a table before you ordered. What if you're only one person, like I always am at every restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> like, ha- they cut, right? Yeah, that's cutting. Yeah. Those three people, I see that. Uh, I, I, so, which part of it do you want made illegal? I want you can't sit down until you get your food if you have to order it from a cashier. Give me a non-jail, non-death punishment. Eating standing up without a table. <laughs> oh. In a cor- in a designated corner of the restaurant. Do they have to wait until you get your food first or can they start eating because now that they've been shooed away, technically you're still waiting for your table, you know? Like Yeah, they can they can start eating, but like they get it. You start So you're pretty lenient on that part. You're like, "Look, I know they're hungry. They came here for a reason." Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to take that away from them. I get that. What if Okay. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll impose that punishment and then Josh you have to take away three menu items that they can't order from. I'm just going to say it's Luminati's, right? That you're talking about. It's like, Luminati's. It's Luminati's. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so three things from a deep dish Italian restaurant in Chicago that you would eliminate for this crime: breadsticks. Oh, oh, that would hurt. Oh. That would hurt. God, there's theirs are so good too. You can't you you can't take away like all deep dish pizza. You have to yeah, yeah yeah um, pepperoni and mushrooms. Ingredients. Oh, you take away ingredients. Oh, fuck. Smart. This dude is a <laughs> motherfucker. God damn, that's mean. Yeah, devious. Wow. wow. Or alternatively, uh, you can order. Wait, you know what this is called? This is called the Josh turn. This is when Josh has already put a good joke on the table, and then he decides, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna take it. Double down. I know. I. 
I have no idea what's coming. If it's legit funny, I will honestly apologize. But if it's something that you thought in your head and you're like, let's take it to the next level, <laughs> then you have to apologize to me. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, alternatively, you can order pizza with any toppings you want, but they don't cut it and you don't have silverware. You just get served a deep dish pizza. <laughs> you, I, it's okay. It's not enough that either you or I have to apologize. I don't think it's right there. It's teetering, <laughs> you know, because I know myself. I know my Chicagoan sisters and brothers. Mm-hmm. We're gonna eat that thing. We'll find a way. See, I've never eaten a deep dish pizza. Still. I'm gonna figure it out, <laughs> dude. It's like three inches thin. <laughs> I can't. Mike, you know, no, listen, listen, dude. This will be our opportunity to make some like pizza cutting glove technology that people can wear in the wintertime for when they want to eat deep dish pizza. Then they go in to chop a pizza in half. Well, Josh took away the silverware, (laughs) man, and he didn't cut it. Now, look, you can either chop a pizza in half and stay warm and be happy, or you can shove your hand into a piping hot pie. Which one do you want? It's only 1995. Comes in black and green for now. Shit, I'll take the I'll take the glove, yeah. I'll take the gloves. Okay. Problem solved. Okay. <laughs> what would I make illegal? Vaccinations problem. <laughs> no, hang on, hang on. No, 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 stop. Stop. I can't let that be on the air. On the record. No, 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 no. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the record again overlapping the previous on the record i'm very pro vaccinations uh administered on time and in a healthy dosage uh okay i would mandate at least in seattle turn your headlights on at night like what are mm. you doing oh, yeah all I think that is illegal to not all do, this time oh it is so then so. we just gotta like we gotta really make it known you know yeah. the only way you can catch someone is in the act okay so uh, for something like wearing your seatbelt, they have that catchy slogan, click it or ticket. Okay. What would be a slogan to remind people to put their headlights you on? You're going to come up with a slogan. <laughs> no, I'm throwing <laughs> I'm facing you. a problem. I was going to go a totally different route and think, hey, sometimes when I'm driving by school zones, the government is taking my speed and showing it to me as if to say, I know, I know what you're doing. Like, you break this law, I'll know. Uh, so... As long as we as a society have already agreed that that amount of intrusion is fine, why don't we do something that at nighttime there's sensors if like if a car is coming by and it doesn't like whatever, it just straight up blasts like a Spider-Man net and the car gets caught <laughs> in between those walls and like the in the side streets and like it comes to a gentle rest and then Spidey comes down, turns the lights on, turns off the web and away they go. What about a sign that says lights at night are right? What about left turn lights? Damn it. Why are you so good at that? No, no. What about <laughs> left turn lights? What do you mean, why are you so good at that, Mike? Left turn lights? Yeah, your signal. I, I don't understand. Some of those have the like arrow that goes click, click, click. You said, say your slogan again. Lights at night are right. Some are also left. Oh. We are reacting the same way. That's the crazy thing. I can look <laughs> at you right now because you live in Seattle now, but like- Mike, here's what happened. I'm not kidding. Mm. We're both looking each other in the eye. For some reason, I also had a hand on, like, I had a hand on my knee. He had a hand on his knee. We reacted the same way, like, with a hand thrown up, like, what the fuck do you mean? I know I'm I'm right on this, and I know I'm left on this. But, Mike, where do you stand? I guess this is it, right? You hold the right light. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, I, I, I really like how Josh's rhymes. Mm, I knew, I knew that would win you over. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, Mike, don't you also like bad tongue-in-cheek humor? I do. Gosh, you guys are vying for my heart in public right now. It doesn't make for a catchy slogan, though. That's the problem. Mike, he's going back on the one thing you like about it, dude. <laughs> Pick mine. <laughs> Look, my idea was to just put a bunch of mirrors on the side of the road. So that was like whatever you guys got. I'm Why? So you can see if your lights are off or not. Well, dude, do you know what happens to lights <laughs> when it's shown at mirrors? <laughs> what? <laughs> Pretty distracting. That's very. That's more dangerous than the Spider-Man. Oh, net. I got it. I have. I have a zany idea. I have a zany idea. Do it with guilt. Combine Mike's completely like reckless attitude but use it for good so put up a billboard a lit billboard that says if your lights were on you would be helping place a mirror right where the headlights would hit and like deflect the light up into like a children's hospital or some shit like like, that'll turn their lights on seattle come on it's like that sometimes there's kids in cars turn your lights on what i would make illegal tap and i'm sorry because I know that oh you love God. doing this. He's about to deport me. <laughs> I want people uh, to not use their phones at concerts. Oh, hell yeah. Amazing. Oh, I got to do that. I have to. I'm, I Here's what I do. I limit myself to either a 30-second video clip for, of like a handful of songs that I like or a longer segment of something I will want to revisit because it means something to me. And then... I put these photos away. I put them in the cloud or wherever I save photos. And from time to time, I go back and I enjoy my experience. I stand by it. I understand that you stand by it. I want it to be illegal, though. I don't want to go to a concert and to see like a million a, a, fucking people. A textbook debater. Like, I do not hear your problem. <laughs> no. What is the problem? You went to an amazing concert and you had an amazing time in person. You had a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Yeah. Why do you need to relive that later? Why don't you have new I'm not reliving the same experience. Otherwise, I'd be teleported back to the stadium. Just, why does nobody think about that? It's a different experience to have a memory than it is to go to a show. A memory is in your mind. Mind, not in your phone. Really? You're, there's nothing that your phone has reminded you of? You set reminders on your phone. <laughs> reminders are not memories. Mike. That's true. <laughs> so, so like, my, my only beef with the phones at the shows is that it's not just one person. It's 30 people in front of you. It's a sea of them. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, to me, just knowing that other people like aren't really watching makes my time watching worse. That's totally fair. Yeah. Like I if there was some way to enforce everybody could have a 30 second video and three pictures. What if like everybody just got to have some like Things are going to become personalized enough that your phone's going to like fly into the air, not interrupt the views of anybody, take nice photographs of you and like your friends at the party, come back down into the palm of your hand. Like things will be fine soon with technology, but I hear your concern, Mike. And you know what else? I did that thing this week that I was telling you about. I told both of you guys I turned my phone black and white so that I would use it less because I realized it was like it was very prominent in my life. Uh, so, yeah, you know what? I'll give it up. It's fine. 
I got to have a good time once. I'll get to have a good time again at some point in the next 120 years. Like, it'll be fine. I'll make it. I'll make it back. How are you going to get to the show? What do you mean? Which show? In your condition. Yeah. Oh, no, I can't go to shows anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm so willing to give up this luxury of videotaping shows. You could, like, sit way back on the lawn. I don't want to do that. Or you could, like... You could sit on a bench outside the venue and hear the really muffled sounds of everybody having a good time inside. I don't want to do that again. (laughs) (laughs) I've done that one a few too many times. So this week, I, uh, I dug up my old student ID. Did you guys know that you should save your student IDs? Why? If you still look like that. Hey, did you keep the one? Did you keep the one from <laughs> high school where you like were just like all teeth? Yeah, yeah, I have that one. Yeah. Like your mouth wasn't open, but you decided to show all your teeth <laughs> just like this. <laughs> and you were like, Arr! and they took your photograph when it happened. Yeah, I still have that one. Um this is my uh a later ID, but I still look relatively like that guy. And it gets you discounts all around town. Everywhere. Mike, I got fifteen dollar tickets to Steppenwolf. Yeah, but, <laughs> you don't think that they already know if you're buying tickets to Steppenwolf that you're not in college right now? <laughs> it says it says the the key is it says graduate on it, so I could be literally any age. Oh, that's clever. He beat the system. There it is. The one reason to pay so much money for grad school is well, give me other examples, Mike, of your discounts. Uh, it's mostly theater. I use it mostly for theater things. Um, I feel you can get tons of student discounts everywhere on all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but you didn't, I, you're not really giving me any examples except for the theater. I'm trying, well, the thing is, I feel, I feel pretty guilty about using it. I don't feel good about it. A second ago, you were so happy about it. (sighs) You even said how it beat the system. Is this one of those like TV shows where you like, realize you're flawed midway through and then we like talk you back into like a happier state because you decide right yeah we need to keep you from yourself are you guys intervening right now no you want us to god yeah. such a desperate <laughs> attempt for intervention dude <laughs> who asks to be intervened <laughs> while i was digging up my id i found something that i forgot i had but that i value greatly another id it is my florida boating license i'm a licensed florida boater i know you so well yeah you are a florida boater i'm a licensed florida boater and i the thing is i couldn't tell you a single boating rule i couldn't tell you what i don't know anything about boats are you about to do an expose on the licensing requirements of florida for boats and boating. Quick, Mike. Starboard port, which one's right, which one's left? Three, two, one. Left is starboard, right? Nope. Fuck! <laughs> Shit! That was serious answer. <laughs> no, he said starboard right. No. <laughs> Mike, dig yourself out of this, man. You have a boating license. I don't have that, that uh, punny brain you do. I didn't even realize I said that. Wait, my brain! My brain will save me from all this physical pain. I'll always have my thoughts in my upcoming bitter loneliness. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> anyway, I got this Florida boating license because I was tired of taking the temporary test every time I rented a jet ski, which is 
<laughs> the bougiest thing I've ever said in my life, I understand. As a result of this, I'm a licensed Florida boater. Josh, how could he have taken multiple boating tests all the time and somehow- I've taken it so many times. Still not remember. He somehow remembers less than people who only take the <laughs> one other test. I've never even taken the other test. I know what Starbird is. No, I'm not talking to you. I'm saying how could he have not known anything about boating by now? He keeps taking the test over. I've taken it five times. So what's the deal? Are you going boating? Are we going boating? I'm not going boating. Oh. I just want to know what thing, like, do people, instead of boating in Florida, what thing are you supposed to know about that you have no idea about? You want me to admit something I'm hiding? Not necessarily, but... I feel like you're anything I reveal, <laughs> if I was supposed to know it, that means that I'm in a situation where I should have been using this knowledge... And I've chosen to look the other way, right? I have an admission. Oh. I have never read the terms and conditions <laughs> of any application or software <laughs> or website or anything. I know. I know. Mm. Rebellious. How could you? It's just it's so low risk. <laughs> I feel I've I've often talked about how like all of my circumstances is just like a long comedy of errors. <laughs> but yeah, I told you, I, I think I've told that story on the pod. If I have, let's delete this. Yeah. We have that luxury now that we learned the delete function. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I was definitely a fraud in this situation. Ready? <laughs> Ready. I think everyone knew it, so, like, I was an accepted fraud. It's a rare thing to be an accepted fraud. The person who, like, you just leave alone, where you accept that they just, they beat the game this time, life will get them in other situations, likely with crippling back pain. That's <laughs> probably how they'll be struck down. There's got to be a voodoo doll out there that I haven't licensed, that I probably ordered of myself, and now someone just keeps hitting it in the back. Anyway, listen. So, Mike... Remember when we were younger, I was a bit of an academic go-getter for no reason? I do remember that. That was funny. So I <laughs> You know, it's that's honestly the best way to describe it. I was such a like, hey, wait up, guys, kind of guy in that respect. But anyway. Yes. Hilarious. It, that is pretty funny. And I was so tiny then. Anyway. <laughs> so at the university I attended, the University of Illinois at Chicago, go flames. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know what's going to be really important to me? Like, my, my future is really going to depend on if I'm in the honors college. And so, like, I interviewed and, like, they said, you know what, kid? You can be in the honors college. And I said, what does that mean? And they're like, basically, you can use this lounge in this, in this hall here. Uh, there's some computers there that other kids don't have access to. And a couple other things. You know, you could take some classes. And I'm like, yeah, it's me and, and the other go-getters. We made it. Uh, and one day, I ended up in the lounge with a friend of mine who, honestly, both of us <laughs> both of us were the two people who shouldn't have been in, in this mm. general society. Sure. And so they're like, hey, you know what's coming up is the Honors College Advisory Board elections. And I'm like, oh, shit. I, like, I looked at that, and I was just like, I know I'm trying to be a go-getter, but that's for, like, the actual will-be-doctor kids, will-be-lawyer kids, will-be-engineer kids, like... Stay in your lane is what I told myself. Like, just just watch. <laughs> just have fun. And so they're like, here, vote for the people. Oh, and it, I should mention, these kids had been, like, campaigning for, like, a week. They had, like, flyers and they're trying to talk to kids. It's a competition, you know? A legit, a legit campaign, yeah. A legit campaign. They are, they are 
trying to get elected because they are, honestly, they all went on to be successful. Every single person. But for some reason on this election ballot, they left in three writings. And so I wrote, like my buddy wrote Clinton, uh, I think, and like Frankenstein and something. And I wrote Clinton and Frankenstein or some other thing. Like we came up with two things that were- Voted for Frankenstein? (laughs) (laughs) You know you're totally right. I would never back. I would never back Frank. I'd never back Frank. But um, the third category, for some reason, we both put in my name. Like here it is, Thup and Johnny. And like anybody reading the ballot would have seen it as just the third, like a bad punchline in an already really shitty joke. And I got elected. <laughs> Nobody else used the write-in system. I had to. What? You, I got elected to the Honors College Advisory Board with two votes. With two votes, and I <laughs> served shit. for a. I served for a full year. I promise. And in my first meeting, okay, all the everything I have said is already true, except for maybe the examples of Frankenstein and Clinton. I was trying to make those up on the fly. I can't really remember them. Um, but everything is. This is a hundred percent factual. I go into my first meeting, like the president sends out an agenda because they are, again, trying to be civilized. And I'm like, okay, I'll show up. (laughs) I sit in like the back of the conference table. And do you know the very first thing that they decided to do with the brand new administration of the Honors College Advisory Board to kick off this academic year? Talk about the price of snacks. Mike? Um, Something, yeah. What do what do what does what does an honors board advisory board even do? First item on the agenda: eliminate the write-in vote for the election <laughs> of the honors college advisory board. <laughs> I just sat there. I'm like, well, first of all, people don't often change things within like seconds of of the taking no, office. So no. good on me. Probably a historical change as the result of. Like a true, a true error, which hopefully we learn as a country going forward. But like, uh, they fixed the system. Good on them. But the thing is, they couldn't fire me. You know what the last item of that meeting was? If you guys want to guess. Mm-hmm. Remember, I have maximized the situation in terms of awkwardness. There's only one thing remaining, and we did it at the end of that meeting. What do you think happened? Firing you? Nope, didn't get fired. Taking away your privileges from the lounge. Nope, didn't take away my privileges from the lounge. My last responsibility in my first meeting that I accidentally made, (laughs) the the people, the candidates who had like run a campaign and it was like too close to call, I had to help interview them so that they could (laughs) be on the board now. (laughs) Oh. Wait. The people who had campaigned and failed to get two votes. I'm fairly sure that we had a couple seats left or whatever. I don't know how this election worked. Okay, everything. so I know earlier I made a pledge of 100% honesty. After the thing about eliminating the write-in votes, and I remember doing the interview thing, this was all fuzzy, but it was messed up. All I know is, turns out that two other people who had like actually been go-getters and now have both become super successful guys shared in my general laziness so the three of us just sat at the back of the table for a calendar year and helped with like the honors college ball and like setting up (laughs) office hours for students and it was just like all these things that we did just by complete accident it was great big my biggest i shouldn't have been there and i was sounds like you had a pretty effective reign 
Hey, are you guys annoyed by little stuff? <laughs> no. Yes, constantly. Josh, you can't think of anything you're annoyed by? I'm trying to preemptively put an idea in your head without telling you what the instead of is. It'll be eerily similar to this question I've just asked you. <laughs> we have a listener question. Okay. From Crystal. Shout out to Crystal. Hey, Crystal. Hey, hey, Crystal. She pointed out something that has long bothered me, but I didn't realize it until she said it. You know when you take photographs on your iPhone and you go to edit them for whatever reason, it does that just tiny little like angle edit? Like, hey, you didn't take the photo straight. I straightened out for you. You didn't do it right. Mm, um, yeah. I did this. Idiot. Yeah, dummy. Like, So if you want it straight, it's going to be here at 1.8. And if you fuck that up, you know, it's it's because you, you took the shot bad. And I thought about that, and I'm just like, that really pisses me off a little bit. Instead of this, this pisses me off. What pisses you off? That was her listener question. She didn't say it like that. She's much more polite than I am. I should go on the record saying that. I hate when there's no option to not get a receipt. No option to not get a receipt. Yeah, like if I go to CVS and I'm just buying like a bag of chips or something, I don't need that receipt. Like you're giving me a two and a half foot long receipt just so I can throw it in the trash. And they know enough people do that that they actually have a trash barrel right next to those self-checkout counters. Seriously, what the fuck is CVS doing with their receipts? It takes 30 seconds to print it. Apparently missing their opportunity to recycle. Why do they have trash bins next to these places? Come on. (laughs) Here's an easy win. Al. (laughs) Al. (laughs) CVS. Make them switch from trash to recycling. (laughs) Okay, that's a fair one. So you don't want any receipts ever? No, sometimes I want a receipt. Like if I'm making a big purchase, I want a receipt. What's the last receipt you asked for or that you wanted? Uh, When I went to the post office and shipped a (laughs) box. (laughs) And I shipped a box from Boston to Seattle and I wanted the tracking number on it. Did you buy any stamps? I did not. What stamps were out? I don't know. (laughs) What was the name of the person who helped you at the post office? Uh, I don't remember. Hashtag stay woke. (laughs) (laughs) You're missing the world around you if you're only thinking about the box and the receipts, bro. (laughs) Come on. Look around. There's a world out there. I remember she was like joking around with me because I had to put a return address on this, but I didn't want the return address to be Boston. I'm like, can the address I'm sending this be the same as my return address? Is that allowed? She initially said no, and she was, like, very serious about it. And I'm like, well, what do I do then? And she's like, no, I'm just kidding. It's fine. (laughs) Oh, you can do that? You can send mail to yourself? So that's what I wonder. Like, what if I intentionally Hmm. put not enough postage on it? Would it get sent? (laughs) You know what I would do sometimes? Yeah, dude, you'd have to get it back. Oh, my God. New business idea number, what are we on? Something. Six, probably? 120, yeah. You gave me a lot more credit. (laughs) Check this out. You know how sometimes you just want, you cooked something or something came to eat, even if you didn't cook it, or just in any situation where something's a little too hot and you need it to cool down? Why don't you call Boomerang? They come pick your shit up, drive it around for like an hour or however long you need them to cool it, bring it back, and then you have it at the right temperature. Boomerang. Why wouldn't you just leave it out on the counter? It's going to take way longer than Boomerang service. You want someone to drive your food around for you? Either that or like the app can be adapted to a Tupperware container where you can throw the food like a boomerang and it comes back to you cool. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. If you can make That's that technology true, yeah. <laughs> if you can make that technology work, that 
That's good. Your original idea is the worst business idea you've had. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. Just It sounds like a food babysitter. Yeah. Kick a guy when he's down, you know? Like, really? Why don't you I got the about- back pain. This is my moment, Mike. I need you to be my Pippin, dude. I got to come back and I got to shove this in, in stupid Josh's Utah face. His what face? His his, his Utah. <laughs> Remember the flu game? <laughs> oh, oh, sure, sure. Earlier analogy. You know, who else would Pippin be? <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess I'm Pippin here. You know, I don't, I don't want to be MJ, but I already, I already said that jokingly, and now I have to embrace the rule. Mm. I don't know how to follow this up. I'm not gonna go at Josh. I'm just gonna give an instead of that we could have talked about, and I'm gonna burn one. I'm gonna waste it. It's gonna be like when rappers just like pour. High end liquor everywhere. That's going to be the punishment for Josh. <laughs> okay. Wait. So you're going to give it instead of the won't answer? <laughs> that, Mike, does this hurt me? I, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm reading this wrong. Mike, you're my che- you're my pippin. I'm I'm woozy, man. Hold me up. I mean, um, just just do it. Just do it. Go for it. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's my quote. Don't quote me. That means that I can't trust you. Oh, I'm pippin. Sorry. Uh, Why would you be Jordan? You're not you're not debilitated. I'm not going to burn one. That's class. I put down my weapon and I rose for the shot. 3 point swish. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you should tell your friends about the show either in person or by giving us reviews on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. We can be found on the web at instead.of.fm where you can check out all of our past episodes or you can tweet at us at instead.of.fm where you can tell us what you think about this episode or ask us listener questions for future episodes. Do you think you could win an Academy Award if you did a movie entirely from your bed? (laughs) Not a pornographic movie. Because, and I don't know how that would end up winning an award. Let's just say that someone great took a chance but you know what i mean i mean that would be like the ryan reynolds movie buried what's that it's a movie where it takes place entirely in a coffin where he was like buried alive the whole movie's in a coffin i haven't seen it i think it is yeah yeah there's that tom hardy one too where he's just in a car for an hour and a half yeah yeah what do you mean is anything else happening well, he's talking on the he's talking on the phone mostly. No, is the camera also in the car the whole time? Oh, and phone booth that Colin Farrell movie. Yeah, but the camera moves out of the phone booth sometimes. Yeah, you guys aren't understanding what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I don't think you could win an Oscar. Your chance at winning an Oscar is done. It sounds terrible. It sounds like a bad movie. Give me a scene. Give me a scene. Give me a scene. I'll do it right now. I uh, won't do it. I'm in too much. Here we pain. go. What if you do a reimagining of bed knobs and broomsticks and you make a flying bed? What are you saying? And you just need to I green said no screen. no pornographic films. <laughs> I'm not making bed knobs and broomsticks. First of all, that's not even the type of pornographic film that I might happen to be interested in. <laughs> Wizard-based porn? I'm just saying, if you green screened the rest of your room, you could make it look like your bed was flying through space Maybe you wouldn't win an Oscar for best acting, but you could win like best special effects. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. I from here on out, I will try to win best special effects at the Oscars. <laughs> from this bed, it is a declaration. I can't move. <laughs> Someone's going to have to do the special effects. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> <laughs>
Honestly, you should go to the doctor tomorrow, maybe. 